5: Oi! It's Boston Robert opening up another episode of the Andrew Tite Podcast. Wow, uh that was incredible. I think I'm going to try my American accent now. I hope that's not offensive to anybody. I'm I'm Robert Evans. This is the first and only Boston-based podcast behind the bastards.
6: More like behind
5: the masters. Like <laughs> I'm like, crying. like, like Massachusetts. It somehow keeps getting worse. Yeah. I,
2: <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought that was
6: pretty good.
5: I thought that was pretty good.
6: I would be more offended if I actually liked Boston, which I don't. So, yeah. <laughs> but, mm. oh, my God. I'm, it's so bad that I started to well, fit my whole face is red and I've teared up.
5: <laughs> no, you see, a lot of the times we ignore the Reddit when we disagree with it. But today, the subreddit's filled with Bostonians saying my accent is perfect. So I have decided to take that as a mandate to continue speaking in a Boston accent. Well, everybody, this is Behind the Bastards. It's a podcast. Bad people tell you all whoa, about it. Whoa, em.
6: whoa, whoa, whoa. I have a Jamie Loftus text that says, Butch, Jack, Tommy, they're on their way. Throw Deadpool DVDs at you like throwing stars if you do not stop the Boston accent.
5: <laughs> well, you know, Jamie is not really from Boston because oh she's, she's from, she's Uh-oh. from, she's from Hwavid and She's from uh, and Brockton. We Brackton. Yeah. We don't consider that Baston where I'm from, which is, I, I don't know the parts of Boston. Look, this, this joke was always going to run into the limitation of me not knowing anything about Boston. Yeah. The, the Liberty Bell. I'm from the Liberty Bell. Yeah. So yeah, that's as Boston as it gets. Oh my
2: God. They have a really <laughs>
6: shitty basketball team.
5: I I've, I've heard that uh yeah. about Boston from Bostonians. Yeah. Um anyway, this is uh this is behind the bastards. We are we are heading into veering into uh part 3 of our our epic podcast on Andrew Tate that I I and all of you were cruelly forced to make because he suddenly very suddenly became extremely relevant. Um and all of all of this, all of our accents, all of our crosstalk is an attempt to distract ourselves from the fact that we unfortunately have to learn a lot more about Andrew Tate. And and Sophie, Ian, I know I'm about to force a, a terrible, terrible quantity of Andrew Tate videos on you. Ian
6: Johnson, our editor. Hi
5: Ian Johnson, our editor. Hey, champion guys.
6: Sweet Prince.
5: Kickboxing champion of the world. I'm just uh, mentally
2: preparing myself for uh, a bunch of horrific Andrew Tate TikTok videos. So let's yeah. do it. Not yeah, to mention have-
6: one half of the DJ group Gladiator with our very own DJ Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have the full Gladiator on staff, which is my favorite thing to brag about. Yeah.
5: <laughs> all of these things, all of these things are, are true. Um, and what's also true is that I have watched hours of Andrew Tate. The people who live with me have been miserable because while I'm cleaning the house, I've just been putting on his eight hour long videos where he tells people how to how to hustle. Um, My condolences.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I I have broken my
5: brain and now it's time for everyone else to suffer, Uh, which could be the tagline of this show, honestly. Uh, So, yeah, let's 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 roll into it. Robert, uh,
2: Robert,
6: don't do that to people.
5: So, all of our money comes from doing that to people. Wear headphones. I am wearing headphones now. Now when you're listening to eight hours of Andrew Tate. No, see, I mean, the whole reason this podcast works and the whole reason that I enjoy doing it is getting to make other people miserable after making myself miserable. So, (sighs) if if I were just hiding all of the Andrew Tate and, and experiencing it solo, I wouldn't enjoy it as much as, like, when one of my friends comes home from a long day of like teaching children at a public school and sees Andrew Tate talking about child labor on on the screen of my TV. And that's just the thing that assaults them as they attempt to, to de-stress from their day. I think that's beautiful, Sophie.
6: I guess I know who I owe uh, apologies to on your behalf.
5: Oh, everyone. Uh-huh. Everyone, Sophie. Uh, so let's let's get back into it. When we left off, uh, they're, they're, Andrew and Tristan Tate's webcam sex business, which was essentially just sex trafficking, had taken off. Uh, they had started making a lot of money, um, and they had been forced to flee the United Kingdom after committing a series of sex crimes. Um, so they are in Romania now. Andrew Tate will... And, and he's he's pretty open about this because because after this point, he starts to get a lot more active on social media, particularly Instagram. And when he's doing these kind of like videos with his fans where he talks about how he got rich and how to get rich, he'll talk about why he moved to Romania. And his, his explanation is uh, there's sex crime laws are a lot looser there. It's a lot harder to get prosecuted because the government is more corrupt. Um, and while I'm not a rapist, uh, I wanted to go to a place with more freedom to commit sex crimes, which is something a rapist would say um, and is, in fact, something a rapist did say. So it, it was never he was never particularly good at hiding it. And and spoilers, it may prove to be a bad idea to taunt uh, the government of the country that you've moved to oh. by calling them corrupt and saying they don't prosecute sex crimes because it, Romania does actually have serious problems with sex trafficking um, but it turns out a great way to get a government to take a problem seriously is to taunt them and say that they don't care about that problem when you become incredibly famous for committing crimes
6: uh yeah I it's gonna be good not not, not to be advised
5: but that's a few years in the future because for, for quite a while this happens he moves around 2015 or so and and for years he's very successful there, and he's he's Instagramming as he as he starts to buy these supercars, as he starts you know hitting the wealth level that he can pl- fly in private jets. He's he's putting all of these videos out. Um, he's engaging in stunts uh, designed to draw attention, like promising to pay fans ten thousand dollars if they show him a good night out partying. Ew, um, ew, the ew, catch was ew. that. <laughs>
2: So just to be clear, all this money is from the the website that him and his brother are running, right?
5: That's where it starts coming in from. As we'll get into there, and and to be honest, I'm not going to be able to give anyone a cohesive answer as to actually where all his money comes from, because he is a criminal. Um, So, but but we know a lot is coming in from the cam business at this point. Um, Enough that he's like, yeah, promising to pay people 10 grand if they show him a good night out partying. Um, and the catch is he's gonna like Instagram beating them up if they if they don't show him a good time. One fan took him up on this and the video's been scrubbed from the internet, but at the end of it, Tate's like, I had a bad time, now you have to fight me. And this dude clearly doesn't want to fight him and is at one point like, here, I have to take my watch off. And so, like, Andrew looks away and then he just bolts and runs. <laughs> it's like a beat from a fucking Judd Apatow movie. That's amazing. Um, and it works incredibly well on Andrew Tate because he is, it, we're about to get into some of the smarter stuff he did, but he's not not nearly as smart as he thinks he is. Um, so that's fun. 2014, I think, is the year that the Tate brothers actually became millionaires. I found a compilation of Instagram footage from that time and a a YouTube channel called The Tape Pill. Oh. Um, oh. Oh, 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 I know. That's incredible. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That's amazing. Let me breathe in your sorrow, Sophie. Mm, that fuels me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nom, 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 I nom, nom.
6: I miss the Boston accent. I do. <laughs> mm.
5: Yeah, see? That that was the plan all along, get you to miss the Boston. Um This Instagram footage of his, like, first year as a millionaire, it's all shots of him driving expensive supercars, of the brothers partying, of piles of cash inside of vehicles, and, like, there's a lot of videos of piles of cash, of women, like, cleaning for him. He's also really obsessed with showing, like, servants cleaning up for him while he does his videos. Um, But Tate's overall image, the way he presents himself, is quite different at this point. Um, In one shot, we see him with a bunch of young women outside of a hotel or something. He's got a full head of hair, and he's wearing like a pink polo shirt and shorts. He looks like a frat brother um which is not the look that he goes for. He he's kind of going for more of like a sex criminal James Bond, which also you might just call like regular James Bond if he w- went shirtless more often in his his kind of modern shit, but he's 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 definitely just kind of he's kind of basic still at this point. Um, Yeah, which I I found kind of interesting. In another shot from this compilation of photos and footage, which I, again, I took from a channel called The Tate Pill, we see a young woman with Tate's girl written across her chest in Sharpie. Later on, there's a woman with Tate's, uh, with Tate's written on her as like a tattoo, um, this is a thing that you should keep in mind because it's going to be relevant later. And uh, Sophie, I put a, a picture in there of the lady with Tate's girl written.
6: Oh yeah, right in I was hoping I wouldn't have to yeah. show it to Ian, but here's... no, no,
5: no, no. Let him let him see. Let him let him take oh, this in. All right, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. You got that, Ian? You feeling good?
6: Ian, I was you hoping you wouldn't make me show this to you.
5: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
2: Mm. No, that feels Mm. bad, but okay. Let's keep going. Yeah, it's (laughs) good stuff.
6: You don't say. Oh
2: no. This whole thing is just giving me like Dan Blazarian vibes. I feel like he like saw a bunch of Dan Blazerian videos on the internet and was like, I want that. And then he just started doing it. Are you familiar with Dan Bilzerian?
5: Oh, yes, yes. Dan Bilzerian, who was like this big right wing muscle gun influencer until he was present at that mass shooting in Vegas and ran away rather than rendering aid to any of the injured people. Yes, Yeah, that guy. (laughs) Dan Bilzerian, great guy. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think the difference is that Tate would never have had a problem with running away from a mass shooting because a big part of his brand is you should only look out for yourself and fuck everybody else. Um, so he could, he would not have had, he would not have had trouble handling that situation. Um, Now, that video compilation of Tate and his brother, when they first become millionaires, is like thousands of video compilations of the Tates that litter the internet. And watching those compilations, because he's been deplatformed so much, is basically the only way to consume a lot of Tate's content, and if you, you know, want to consume a lot of Tate content for some reason. He's been deplatformed from most places. We actually just lost a video where we're gonna play in here. So the easiest way to find old episodes of Tate speech or various interviews is compilation videos, like the one I found of pictures of him when he was uh, first got his millions. Um, that's something to keep in mind because it's gonna be more relevant later. It's ele- evidence of the kind of strategy that he actually used to get as famous as he is. Um, but first, we need to get into more of his backstory. So in 2016, Mr. Tate became a contestant on Big Brother, the UK reality show. Um, Well, I guess the UK version of Big Brother, right? I think there's a bunch of versions of it. I I don't know. I've never watched Big Brother. Um, But he he was on the UK version of it. And... um, I don't understand the rules of the show, but he came in as an other housemate, which means he had to get voted to housemate status or some shit. He had to basically, like, socially engineer his way to being able to stay on the show. And so he made a big deal about being a strategizer and how he had this, like, elaborate strategic plan to get on the house. But before whatever plan that was came to fruition, footage leaked of him whipping a woman. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those ones that I'm a little, like unsure of, because I've I've seen the footage, and like, it's unpleasant. He claims that it is, uh, was a consensual kinky sex act, and so does the woman that he was whipping. Um, and just based on Ugh. the video, that might be true of this specific video. Again, we know he's been physically abusive. There's a lot of evidence of that. We know that he's committed rape. This specific video may actually have been a kink thing, which is why I'm not playing it, because... I just, I don't think that kind of thing should be played. So instead, let's watch a little clip of Andrew Tate on Big Brother. Um, I think that's going to um, give people a little bit better of a context of this guy and how he was presenting himself in 2016. Sophie, I've just put the link into the chat. Yeah, we're, we're going to, this will this, this, be a good time for everybody and much more pleasant than that video, regardless of what the truth is of the video.
1: I'm Tate, I'm 29 years old and I'm a four times kickboxing world champion. I see myself as smarter than average. I was a chess champion from a very young age, from the age of three. My biggest tool is that I'm, I'm not afraid of anything. I have, don't need the money, I don't want to be faint, I don't want any of that. So I'm going to be the most emotionally controlled person in the house. This is Big Brother. Time is up. Andrew. Confirm the character trait you have all chosen and targeted and explain your reasons. We've chosen sexy because we're assuming the person who describes themselves as sexy is an idiot and not being an easy choice. No. no be fair. I because I love, because they're, Because it's what you
5: not You can hair. tally if someone's sexy. Yeah, not but to my, to my,
6: actually.
1: We've chosen because it'd be an easy choice.
5: Bye. So, that's Andrew Tate. He's insufferable. Um, Yeah, I mean, you see what he's kind of going for there is like, I don't, uh, I'm the most emotionally controlled. You can't like affect me. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah, he's, 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 he's doing kind of a version of the thing he's going to be doing. Um, But obviously he gets kicked off the show very quickly. I think he's on it for literally like a week. Um, Now, the claim is that he's kicked off the show because this video of him whipping this, this woman gets leaked out, right? And that, like, that's why they kick him off. There's debate about this within the Big Brother fandom. Um, I, I, I went through the Big Brother fandom wiki because I wanted to see how are the... How are the bro stands uh, (laughs) responding to Andrew Tate? How do they feel about him? (laughs) And they note this, quote, Andrew himself and many other fans believe that is an incorrect reason as to why he was ejected. Andrew believes he was removed as a result after unaired altercations with other housemates. Uh, Got very heated and due to Andrew's fighting background, Big Brother feared violent repercussions due to this and ejected him from the house. And it's interesting that he would admit that because he's basically saying, they thought I was too violent and dangerous and didn't want me to hurt somebody and get if the show in trouble, so they kicked me off, which I actually think might be possible. I, I am going to say Andrew may not be incorrect there, because uh, if I if I'm big brother and I see the way this guy interacts with people and his background, I might be like, we may want to get this motherfucker off the show. He seems like a violent psychopath.
2: Yeah,
6: Uh, I guess. I don't know.
5: Yeah, it, it's also very likely that they just saw that sketchy video and were like, "We don't, we don't need this. We don't it's need not worth big, the big Big Brother doesn't need this PR." Right? Um, yeah. So either before,
2: way, before before he went on the show, was he already kind of starting to become famous a little bit, or was this kind of like a jumping off point for he, bigger fame?
5: I, I certainly wouldn't call him famous. He was, okay. you know, a semi prominent within the UK, semi prominent. Uh, fighting sports star. He done a little bit of MMA too. Um and he was a semi-prominent inst he had like, you know, I think in the tens of thousands, maybe even like a couple of hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Okay. Um so he's not a nobody, but he's not a celebrity, right? Like Got he's it. the okay. he's the level of celebrity that you you pick to be on a big brother show, right? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, as with so many claims about this guy, obviously, like, uh, I- I'm not going to say that the Big Brother wiki, fandom wiki is a great source, but I did read through it, and I think it's worth reading to you the biography that the Big Brother fandom wiki gives for Tate, because I believe it's it's accurate to the kind of stuff that Tate bragged about in his Big Brother
6: appearance Uh, uh, i read ahead here's his biography
5: (laughs) andrew is a member of Minsa. see that's the same
6: (laughs) red flag as the iowa writers workshop which i was fucking right about thank you everybody who mentioned who messaged yeah people uh,
5: did that is a uh, red
6: motherfucking flag
5: Folks who are not uh, on on the social media should note that people pointed out the Iowa Writers Workshop was apparently started by the CIA, um, which is very funny in terms of Sophie being right about it being shady. Although I will say Robert <laughs> Bly does not seem to have taken to the CIA's propaganda line that you line know he was about deeply anti-war, but I guess yeah, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Whatever feel about that, however you want. Very and funny. A still, member
6: of Mensa. Let's go back to that. That person.
5: is that is more of a red flag that is than hilarious. the CIA writing program. I'm gonna I'm just gonna say that right now. Oh god. Text Jamie about this. Yeah, does Jamie I, know that Andrew Tate was I, in Mensa? I, I, I
6: will text her right now. Okay. Uh, oh, can't
5: wait uh, to hear. Her uh, her I'm gonna continue on that. Andrew's bio from the the Big Brother wiki. Andrew is a four-time world kickboxing champion. His brother, who Andrew claims is his only true friend, trades him. What a sad sentence. Andrew <laughs> believes that a man should be able to sleep with as many women as he wants, but that does not apply to women. So that's, that's basically what you'd expect from Mr. Tate, right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a perfect encapsulation. <laughs> of yeah. Andrew Tate. What an incredible guy. Um, So the year after his big brother failure, Donald Trump, you guys might have heard of this, becomes president of the United States. And suddenly you got got fascists in the streets. You got the alt-right suddenly being a term in everybody's lexicon. And you've got this galaxy of right-wing and explicitly fascist media influencers just blowing the fuck up on social media. Andrew and Tristan saw this happening and they were like, this is how we... We get huge, right? This is a perfect place for us to just kind of nest like one of those wasps that lays their eggs in your eyes and then burst out Um, So they decide to, to be the wasps in let's say Alex Jones's eye They start to experiment social media posts bragging about their luxurious lifestyle had helped but that kind of stuff is a dime a dozen now Andrew is unfortunately not a dumb man, uh, and so he observed the success of guys like Mike Cernovich, Alex Jones, Paul Joseph Watson, and he recognized that they were all using variations of the same tactic. They would post something deliberately inflammatory on social media or on their own shows. They'd have some sort of guests like David Icke talk about lizard people, or or they would go on this rant, or they'd just do something super racist, and that would generate outrage. And all of these liberal and centrist and left-wing journalists would cover the hard thing that they'd said on social media, what, which would um, elevate their profile and give them free advertising.
6: What platforms are they using at this time?
5: He is using primarily Instagram, and he's going to get increasingly big on TikTok. He's one of these these the right wing influencers who's probably best at TikTok. Um, he also, though, he puts stuff on YouTube. Uh, for and until he gets banned from YouTube, he has like a a long kind of video blog podcast, and that's kind of where he's starting.
6: It's very, it's very, it's very interesting. The like the the similarities to like Steve Bannon using. Yep. yep. Yeah video mm-hmm. game and
2: and just message I was literally stuff. just thinking about that yeah. yeah
5: yeah and and he's this is very conscious right like he's 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 and this is this is where andrew tate is smart right because intelligence is is not a broad concept it's a narrow thing and he's very intelligent when it comes to how to build a right wing brand online he watches what everyone is doing and he takes the stuff that works best and he's he's going to become very good at this but you know who's even better at this
6: the, the 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 products and services that
5: sponsor this podcast they they have you should see their right-wing instagram page uh it is all right offensive what <laughs> you
6: say that but, but most of our ads are uh programmatic and we have no idea what they are so that could possibly I, I know. I'm, be very accurate I'm excited,
5: I'm excited for the gold company to come back everybody True. yeah yeah buy some motherfucking gold Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
0: As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner.
1: Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll board
4: it.
0: Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with.
1: So you write the books, Gene. and have last on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man. Marie is a wise woman.
3: This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption.
6: We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish.
3: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: We are we are back. Uh Sophie's letting us know that Jamie Loftus, who did a podcast on Mensa, just uh just got the news that Andrew Tate is a Mensite. I mean Sophie, it just really tracks. How'd I, she respond?
6: All caps, lol, no way.
5: Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> perfect, perfect reply. H- happy, happy to have, have, have supplied her with this information. Um yeah, so Andrew starts upping his his appearances on social media, he starts integrating himself into this right-wing ecosystem, throwing out offensive shit and just kind of using that to build his profile, to get him invites to be on other people's shows. And I'm gonna quote from The Guardian here to talk about his rise to prominence. In September of 2017, he was criticized by mental health charities for saying depression isn't real. The next month, he waited in on Me Too, saying women should bear some responsibility for being raped, a view he has since repeated and which, among other incidents, led to him being barred from Twitter. The backlash won Tate work and boosted his profile. He appeared on Infowars, the podcast of conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, was pictured with far-right YouTuber Paul Joseph Watson, and met Donald Trump Jr. at Trump Tower, posting on Facebook afterwards, the Tate family support Trump fully. MAGA.
6: Cool. In the trifecta from hell. You
5: got yeah, he's, Alex he's, Collins, yeah. he's done it all. He's <laughs> checking all the asshole yeah. boxes. Yeah, he's, oh he's, he's tic-tac-toed his way through the very worst people in our society. Jesus in 2019, police were called after Tate showed up at the house of Mike Stuckberry, a journalist who had been critical about him online. Days ex- after Yaxley Lennon, that's Tommy Robinson who he did an episode on, did the same thing. The incident caused Stuckberry's wife to suffer a panic attack and played a role in them leaving the UK for Germany. So both, that's gross physical intimidation of a guy who's criticized him, but also... He's just doing the same thing Tommy Robinson did. So you can see at this point, he's not a, a figure in his own right yet. When you are copying Tommy fucking Robinson, <laughs> <laughs> you have not yet ascended, right? That is one, one of the sadder right-wing grifters to be following in the footsteps of. So he's he's working on it, but he hasn't yet blown his way kind of out of the pack. All of this controversy, all of these appearances on right-wing talk shows and podcasts, did successfully elevate Tate's profile. And he started funneling his new fans towards his new business, one with a wider appeal than webcam prostitution. He began offering a series of classes to his followers. Initially, this was sleazy pickup artist shit, classes on how to get women. The market for that is very crowded, though. Here's how Tate attempted to set himself apart from the pickup artist community. From the promotional material I found for his now- Defunct PhD program.
6: Shut the fuck up. What? Yeah.
5: Yeah. It stands for something gross. I forgot. But I'm going to read you the ad copy that he wrote for this fucking thing. Andrew Tate is world champion kickboxer who owns and operates strip clubs and webcam studios. With over 75 girls working for him, he has created a system that allows you to get girls quickly, easily, and without spending money. Unlike other pickup artists who have the odd girl here and there, Tate has TOP QUALITY – that's in caps – women living with him and making him money full-time. This makes him more qualified than any other coach on the internet. Do you want to learn how to get the odd girl from a pickup artist or at learn how to build an army of women who are so So loyal to you that they allow you to have as many girls as you want. More importantly, he has a foolproof system for retaining women, having them do as you say, and respecting you without taking up or wasting large amounts of your time. As Tate said, I don't want a 10 unless she does everything I say. It's obedience and loyalty that turns me on more than looks. Whether you're looking to get girls Simply have your girlfriend obey every command And be fiercely loyal Or learn how to live with three or four girlfriends At at once as Tate does This is the course for you
6: So So there you go guys So do we think Hitch was his favorite movie?
5: Sophie, I don't think you're allowed to make references to Hitch Nobody's seen Hitch
2: (laughs) Ian have you seen Hitch with Will Smith? I have seen Hitch It's a I mean you know it's it's a fun little movie I he this t- I don't reaction, think Hitch
6: is he just allergic? Hitches that toxic. Hard. The allergic yeah. reaction. Part, oh, that was yeah. You, you know, bringing back, bring it, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, that 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 entire thing was disgusting, Robert. Thank you for sharing. Oh yeah,
5: it was beautiful. <laughs> when I found that, I just knew, that was I did a little chef's kiss, like I was like I was cooking up some spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> it was good. It was good. Now, a big part of Tate's branding, and, and this is the same thing, it, it, when you're an influencer, right? If you're trying to build like a a cultishly loyal following, you have to use cult techniques. And that means creating words that were not in use before you started using them. Um, and or at least repurposing words in ways that other people don't use them and getting your fans to talk that way. Um, And one of the things, you know, Tate Tate Note knew this and Tate also, he had paid attention to guys, you know, again, think back to our other cult leaders. We've got guys like um, Keith Ranieri, who was called Vanguard. We've got L. Ron Hubbard, who was the Commodore. I forget what Werner Erhard went by, but but we just did his episodes. Um, And for Tate, the kind of name that he had his fans call him is Top G and you will see this in a shitload of zoomer tiktok videos i want to play first a video for you of him talking to his brother about what top g means
6: and this is from the tate pill youtube channel which all well, of that's this- the
5: only youtube channel that i visit
6: yeah top g and tate pill all those names make me want to
5: cry it's good stuff sophie here's the clip Top G. Everyone says Top G. Kids are now wearing t-shirts with Top G on it. I want to be a Top G. I want to be the Top G.
1: you basically trademarked it. So, what do you mean by Top G? Top G is an individual who is capable in all realms, as my father said. Sheer indefatigability and unmatched perspicacity made him a feared opponent in all realms of human endeavor. When you are Top G, you are dangerous at everything. That's why I'm Top G. If they were to say to you, you have to go on a racetrack and race Tate in supercars," you'd be like, shit, I've you have to go in the boxing ring and fight Tate. Shit, I have to fight Tate. You have to go debate Tate. Shit, I have to Tate. You have to go try and get a girl, and Tate's also trying to get the girl. Shit, I have to go against Tate. Shit, it doesn't matter what the competition is, as soon as they say my name, you're going to be like, oh, for fuck's sake. My unmatched perspicacity, my ability to perceive, my sheer indefatigability, the fact that I never get tired. You add all this together, I am a feared opponent in any realm of human endeavor. Even things I don't yet know how to do, you do not want to compete with me in those things. That is why I am... So,
5: My first gosh. off, it, it feels like he w- wasn't as good at chess as he says because his dad had to kick him out of a contest for crying too much. <laughs> Just do do keep that in mind as he makes these claims. Uh, now, I don't believe that Andrew Tate is a competition race car driver because he is, has never done that. And also... And by the way, I, again, because he makes claims like this, I went to like race car Twitter to see what they said about him. Yeah. What's and they the, had what's a bunch vibe?
6: of, what's the vibe? He well, sucks, right? They, he sucks. They, Tell me they he had sucks. a lot
5: of weird. There were a lot of, you'll run into people making these weird niche criticisms about his supercars and how they're not the, the right kind what of supercars to buy.
4: Supercar? I, I what makes a fucking supercar? What is I do, this? You it's, it's, can't just it's say word, something It's super. an expensive
5: car that goes fast. Look, okay. And if you're a supercar nerd and disagree, you can go to hell because I, I I enjoyed reading and found it, like, enlightening, reading the chess and the kickboxing subreddits. The supercar people are insufferable, even the ones that don't (laughs) like Andrew Tate. So I I, I am not.
6: I do love that that's Robert's line.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's where he draws the line. It's like the supercars just really were too much.
5: Because they were like, well, no, you want this supercar, not that one. I would never – and I was like, you don't – like – none of you own any of these cars i'm sorry (laughs) i don't i i you you people i don't believe oh god i (laughs)
6: can just imagine these supercar fuckers like tinder profiles they're so horrible their car is there you know the car is in the picture
5: yeah, oh, I am I am course. I I simply don't care what you have to say about his supercars. But what I do care <laughs> about is the fact that as silly as that all is, the top G shit worked. And as evidence for this, I'm I have just sent another link to the chat. This is a protest in Athens, Greece, uh where what appears to be visually several thousand adult men uh and a number of men who are boys uh marching through the streets of Athens and I I want Sophie I want you to just play what they're chanting
6: oh <gasps> yeah this was, af- this was right after this was right after his too. arrest yeah I know what this is I'm sad and that
5: is freedom like freedom it's not a uh I'll say this: That's not like a tiny flash mob. There's a lot of There's fucking lot of dudes people. in the street. There's a lot of people. There is yeah. a there is a d- distressing number of men in the street. <laughs> There's and a distressing boys.
6: number of men in the streets that's in Greece. Just
5: yeah, just- it is. Not great. So this works very well. Um, Tate was very successful. And again, we've already covered the degree to which he's exaggerating and outright lying about his competence. But he's successful at pushing a persona of himself as hyper-competent and irresistible to women. As we've already covered, a lot of what he says is objectively untrue. His kickboxing record was cooked. His businesses are mostly cheap scams or outright criminal enterprises. We'll get into that more in a second. But it's worth digging into first the reality behind the end. Andrew Tate method of picking up women. In the wake of Tate's arrest, a brave 19 year old Romanian woman named Daria Gusa, re- Gusa uh, reached out to BuzzFeed. She told them and provided evidence that in 2020, when she was 16, Andrew Tate slid into her DMs on Instagram with a message that read Romanian girl strawberry emoji, which I think is a, a sex thing, the strawberry emoji. I don't know. I I I, I don't know what you kids use. Uh, when There's Tate a messaged strawberry her-
6: strawberry emoji? All right, carry on. Uh, on
5: the gram? Yes, Sophie, geez. <laughs> get with the kids, get with the times. <laughs> when Tate messaged her, her Instagram bio had the name of her fancy private school. And she told Buzzfeed that a number of other girls in her class had been messaged by Tate around the same time in the same way. So it seems like he was looking for, basically just like filtering his responses from girls in this private school who were like 16 and then messaging a bunch of them at once. Daria did not respond, but her friends, some of her friends did, and Tate complimented them, telling them how beautiful they were. He bragged about his wealth and he offered to take them to expensive restaurants. After a short back and forth, he would every time try to meet up with the girls, be like, hey, we should meet up right now, where are you, I'll come pick you up, we can go out and eat. And I'm gonna quote from Buzzfeed next. None of her friends went ahead with meeting with him, she said, and once Tate realized they weren't going to, he started to insult them. The second that girls stopped replying to him, he starts getting a bit verbally abusive, calling them ugly and stuff right, like that, just to get the reaction out of them and keep engaging with them, Guza said. And that's, I think, useful to, to go over because that's normal shitty guy on the internet stuff that is there's a billion guys doing that there's Mm -hmm. nothing special about him he doesn't have some sort of secret he's not irresistible he's just doing the same thing that like there's like there's a whole bunch of twitter accounts that like semi-professionally post like screen grabs of guys sliding into women's DMs all around the world doing that exact thing. Like there's nothing about his method that is special or rare. He just right. practices it exclusively on children. Um <laughs> And, you know, what he's doing is he's, he's I'm sure, shotgunning out these requests to so many people that statistically, just like with, like, a, you know, yeah, a, a Nigerian. Yeah, it's just like a numbers game. Exactly. Game. It's like one yeah. of those, like, email scams, right? Some number of people are going to, like, respond. It'll work on some number of people. And that's all he cares about, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I do think that's important because when it comes to actual pickup artistry or whatever you want to call it, Andrew Tate is no different than every other frustrated adult male piece of shit looking to flirt with little kids.
6: Yeah, you're not special, um, motherfucker, You're just like every other no. creep.
5: Yeah, exactly. He is just like every other creep behind the curtain. Now, none of this, though, is public during the rise of Andrew Tate's social media profile or his main online business, which would become Hustlers University. That's what he calls oh, this, like, God. series of classes and training programs that he starts to launch. Um, And it's the kind of thing, like, he is undeniably good at getting People and it's mostly the people who mostly believe this image he's crafted are children, right? They are also children. They're male children. All of his, all of his victims, the women that he, the girls that he's flirting with, are mostly children or extremely young adults. And the people People without fully formed brains, exactly,
2: who can't can't do critical thinking or make like big decisions like fully yet, yeah,
5: exactly. And the people he's trying to get money from are like boys from like I'm going to say age twelve to twenty. And uh, yeah, that's 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 who this shit works on. Now I found an eight-hour class from Hustlers University up on YouTube, uh, which is just part one of his his did you class watch that it? he is was that offering. When you were
6: watching around I, the house. I sure did. I oh, sure did. Gosh. There are
5: you can find a lot of these have been uploaded since his arrest, and there's like a hundred of them. Were there's you like so, doing like oh so so were you of this like shit.
6: doing house chores and then yeah. blasting this?
5: I'm sweeping, I'm cleaning, you know, I'm, I'm standing standing naked doing planks on my in my living room floor. <laughs> Normal stuff. Um,
6: Not your living
5: room floor. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the only place I do it. So, uh, yeah, I, I felt like I had to watch through these because Tate claims at the start that these do contain his entire understanding of business and how to make money. Um, I figured watching it would give me some insight into the soul of the man himself and... Boy, howdy, did it ever!
6: Oh God!
5: So we're gonna go into that in a little bit, but first, you know what we're gonna go into?
6: Oh, oh, oh! Is it an ad break? Isn't an ad break? It
5: sure is an ad break. It's some products, mm. some services, the odd product and service. We're we're gonna go into that. I'm gonna do my hustle uh, before we 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 introduce you all to Hustlers University.
6: Oh, Robert, that was despicable.
5: Yeah, well. Welcome to the potty, pal.
0: As important as choosing the right destination when traveling, is choosing the right travel partner.
1: Gene. Eugene Fodor. Gene, was bored.
0: Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you hide
1: the books, Gene, and vlasta runs the business. I understand now.
3: This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption.
5: We're always
6: going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish.
3: Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: We are back. Back back again. Hustler's University starts out pretty boring. He gives his definition of a business, which is a thing that money goes into right? That's the only thing a business is. Uh, So (laughs) Thanks thanks for explaining that, Andrew, (laughs) because I had no idea before. Okay. Thank thank you, Andrew. Well, it's interesting because since a business is only something money goes into, if you are putting money into startup costs, if you're putting money into R&D, if you're paying for things like PR, that is all a waste of time, right? Because that's spending money. A business only takes money in. Now, you may be saying, Well, but you have to spend money to make money. That's like a thing everybody knows about business. That's just the way that it works, right? Andrew says no. And in order to explain what a fool you are, he gives an example of a good business that he had an idea for. And this first example of a good business is starting a website to sell makeup online. Now... He says, he's adamant that like, you don't need to have any makeup. You don't need to have a product. All you do is you make a website selling makeup and then you wait for a bunch of people to buy the makeup. And then you figure out where to get makeup with the money that they've spent on makeup that you didn't have before. And then you send it to them. Sounds like that. That's, that's genius brain level business stuff. Start, start a fraudulent makeup business and then buy makeup once you start getting money. Um, I don't think that that would work. Uh, in part because there's a lot of makeup that's a real company out there that people can buy from. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> other options to yeah. actually get makeup. Um, like so yeah, and and, and and I'm sure a lot of people have that question. Um. How, how are you supposed to actually get cash flow started without investing, without having something to make people wanna buy your makeup? And Tate has an answer for you. And that answer is child labor. Um, oh my so I'm gonna play a clip from you. And as an aside, during this clip, when you hear him tell someone to wipe down his whiteboard, it's some random cam worker in his home. It's a young woman who like lives with him that he has doing minor chores in the background. This is a thing that he does in all of his videos.
1: Family and friends are actually the best staff you can possibly get. Now people say don't mix friends with business, don't mix family with business. Can you clean my board? Sit here and, and wipe it, please. Don't mix friends with business. Get that shit off. Don't mix friends with business, don't mix family with business, that's a lie. So the reason people say this is because people are dickheads and they can't get along with anyone. They're not, they can't get along with anybody long enough to make any money. But I guarantee you have family members right this second who can make you money. I guarantee you, you have a 15-year-old niece, nephew, cousin, brother, whoever, who knows more about computers than you do. I guarantee there's a 15-year-old out there with nothing better to do who knows more about Photoshop than you do right now. His stupid ass needs a job. So you can start a company right now.
5: Yeah, so uh, that's, that's, that seems good, right? That, that's a solid uh, business idea. Mm, <laughs> have, have young relatives and trick them into working for you. Um, <laughs> absolutely genius. Andrew, you are, you are the finest business mind of our generation. Um, now, he follows this up with his next incredible piece of corporate advice, which I think might be of interest to some prosecutors in Romania. And I'm going to have Sophie play that one next
1: don't get legal before you get rich this is super important we're talking about hustling here i'm telling you the hacks to becoming rich do not get legal before you are rich you can fix your legal bullshit when you've already made money it's a shame i've deleted my or erased my beautiful makeup diagram but it's very similar to what we were saying earlier I know so it's many people who cent company, store
6: whiteboard. registered
1: for VAT, registered with the tax man, already have an accountant, and haven't made any money yet. I, in most of my companies, will make a million dollars before I'll even consider fucking around with a tax form, talking to an accountant, or registering any fucking companies. All that shit is on the later base until you have proved the viability of your company and you have money coming in. When you're rich and you have money in the bank... Then worry about that stuff. Do not waste your time, energy, and money doing all that legal crap before you know anything about whether your business is going to work or not.
6: He's telling people Don't to do, do crime. That. That's a crime.
1: It's, it's, it's kind of yeah. business, business advice. Expensive. It's a time sink. If every time I had to start a company or an idea, I had to go register a company, get an account and do tax forms, do VAT forms. What a waste of time. I've started maybe 100 companies in my life. 20 of them made money. You're telling me 80 times I would have had to fuck around? Don't do that. I know so many people who have a company <laughs> legally, but don't have a company in reality because it exists as a legal entity, but it does not provide cash. A company provides cash. If you're a street drug dealer, you own a company. Much more than the guy with all the legal entities which ain't making money. Do not, we're hustlers here. This is the Hustlers University. Do not confuse this. Money in. What's the lessons I've been teaching you? Money in. Where's the money in?
2: Pointing at the empty white
1: board. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. There's
5: nothing written on it.
2: There's nothing. Th- oh my god.
5: Oh. oh Yeah, so because people this is an audio medium. He is like pointing and circling things on an empty whiteboard because he's forgotten that he had one of his cam workers uh erase everything on it. Um obviously, this is terrible advice in part because If you start a business that doesn't make a profit and you did not do any of the legal things you needed to do, there's a good chance that at some point the tax man will come and say, hey, you didn't do all this shit you needed to do. And we know that, you know, now you owe us a shitload of money. And because your business failed, you owe even more because you broke a bunch of laws. That's one thing that is concerning about the advice that he's giving, although anyone who's going to start companies using the Andrew Tate advice probably deserves to be in trouble with the IRS or whoever, so I'm not going to complain too much about it. Um, But also, I kind of hope someone in Romania is aware of these videos, because I I suspect Andrew Tate did not dot the I's or cross the T's necessary to make all of his shady businesses legal in that country. He was operating casinos and strip clubs in the country once he got rich. like actual ones, not just cam ones. So um, I kind of think there's a decent chance he will wind up getting extra charges as a result of not legally operating any of his businesses. Um, Fun thing to brag about, Andrew. So... The next point he makes in this video of of really just irreplaceable financial advice is use what you've got. And this is where Andrew actually gives us some context on how he started his cam business and why. But first we get a little bit more child labor advocacy.
1: I just gave you the example of the 15 year old cousin who can make websites. Now you own a website company or your 15 year old cousin who can do, I don't know, fucking who knows what he can do. He can mow lawns. Every 15-year-old can mow lawns. Now you have a lawn mowing business. Bang. Tell his stupid ass to go deliver some flyers. Drive him around in your car. Play some two-pack. Chill out in your car. Text some bitches. Drive at five miles an hour. Let him drop off all the leaflets. And then let him mow all the lawns. You collect all the money and just pay him a percentage. Bang. You now own a lawn mowing company. Congratulations. Use what you got. I made a lot of money with webcam girls. If you're watching this you don't know that, Webcam girls. You can go to chatterbait.com. You see girls on there on webcam getting naked, talking to dudes, taking money. That made me millions and millions of dollars. I came up with that that idea by sticking to this principle. Use what you've got. So right now, if you're sitting there. What are you saying? And I mean everything. Oh, wait. You have a house. (laughs) Just wait. You have a car. It's on lease. You have uh, physical strength. Let's say you're a strong guy. When I was making my list, I was writing everything down. I was like, well, I've got Six girlfriends. Six girlfriends. So, okay, strip. how can girls make me money? Strip club, but that takes money to set up. Remember, costs.
6: Again, thing on the whiteboard. I, can,
1: I cannot get money in, in a strip club without a club. So I looked at all the costs for a strip club and realized it's too expensive before I could get money in. It's too big a risk. Remember, it's too much risk. I could lose three, 400 grand. Can't risk that. How can I get money in? How can I get money in for having hot girls without spending money out. So my first idea was strip club. But I looked at all the costs. I was like, okay, so how, why do men send, why do men spend money on girls in strip club? Because the girls are beautiful, they get to look at the girls, see some titties. How can I do that without the club? Well, the internet. If I put them on the internet, it's cheap. This is literally how I thought. I stuck to my business principles. Okay, it's cheap. Start looking up, bound, discovered the webcam websites. All right, so I've already got the girls, I've already got a laptop, I've already got the internet. Bang, the day I had the webcam idea, the same day I was making money. I didn't spend any money, but I was making new money because I refused to allow myself to spend. Then I started making new money in with the webcam because I knew I had the internet, I knew I had laptops, I knew I had girls. Use what you've got. Look around you, what people do you have? Does your old mother need a new job? Maybe she's at home and she's bored. Oh
6: my God maybe she'll mail does your old mother (laughs) do you have
1: cousins
2: nieces nephews do you have a girlfriend who has nothing to do use what you have the most upsetting thing about all of this is like you can see how like this people can fall for this or like the yeah how people can be susceptible to this because obviously he's taking it to a a sick disgusting extreme but like at the core of it like that does make sense on some level if you have a bunch of you know old baseball cards or whatever you can start selling them at school and make a little extra money but like he's taking it to such an extreme level of exploitation and illegality that it's like insane but i could see how someone who's maybe not as savvy or is really gullible could be influenced or fall for this kind of stuff and that's what makes people like this so fucking dangerous
5: yeah, and what's going on here, there's two things going on here, right? And this is always the case with him. It's the case with like his his the the thing the brags, the lies he makes about his background. It's true, he's pretty good at chess. It's true his dad was very good at chess. It's true that he was a decent kickboxer. Um, and then he kind of uses that core of truth and then wraps a bunch of lies around it in Mm -hmm. order to make this persona. It is true that a lot of people with small businesses use their families for free labor, right? There's like laws in the United States where kids normally there's a lot of restrictions on how they can work unless it's like a family owned business, right? If you like own a corner store, you can have your 16 year old work it and they're not subject to all of the restrictions that like 7-Eleven would be if they tried to hire a 16 year old, right? Like there's some differences there. um I'm not saying, by the way, that that's good or bad. I'm just that's the way that it works. This is pretty normalized. What he is saying is like taking that idea and saying, no, no, no. What you should be doing is getting all of these people who are emotionally invested in you and love you, and using them as free labor to make yourself rich, right? Exactly. Like that's that's the cl- and and what he's doing there is he's taking the logic of a multi-level marketing company. Mm -hmm. All of these, all of these like Avon kind of fucking bullshit companies where they, or uh, 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 these different like uh, essential oil companies that we've talked about for years on the show where like all, all rely on, Hey, your friends need this makeup, your friends need these supplements, your friends need this shitty low quality leggings. Um and, and you can make a lot of money getting them to sell and getting them in your upline. And you know, th- that that's one of the things that's ruined like the social internet. Facebook has become a place where like people you knew 15 years ago get in touch pretending to be your friend and then try to to get you to like become a doTERRA representative or some shit. He's using this logic because he knows that it works. but instead of the thing that is obviously shady and that people have kind of more defenses built up around which is like hey try to get your family to like buy into this business what he's saying is like no 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 get them to work for you you know uh offer them like a share of profits or something to uh which obviously you know and he goes into later detail about how you can fuck them over on that but he's 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 taking this thing that has been a part of american grift culture for forever and he's he's twisting it um, in a way that is I I think kind of uh it is it is new and this is part of like the thing that he does that's intelligent, but it's also just very transparently uh awful and evil. Yeah, um, and very
6: predatory towards
5: extremely predatory. Sure. Yeah. Um, Super extremity. And speaking of extremely predatory, um I, I, I wanna I wanna dig into the business genius of Andrew Tate here because it, it is worth going into kind of the inevitable sort of conclusions you have to make based off of what he's saying. In the example that he's given, that 15-year-old kid has no reason to give you the money that he's making mowing lawns, right? Uh, Because he's doing all of the work to work. to advertise and to actually mow. You only get your percentage. He does mention earlier, like one of your assets is being strong. The only ways to get a percentage from him are either literally just the threat of violence or gaslighting, making him think that like, he's going to make more money than he is and that you won't be making as much money as you are from his labor and this is true of the cam girls too his only actual advice boils down to various forms of robbery and this is particularly clear when he starts talking about the profit making potential of Uber which is already exploitative Um, but Andrew Tate I'm going to play this next clip to you this is him talking about how to use Uber uh, in your own business to make money via child labor
1: rent a car Find a way to rent a car with unlimited mileage per month. Tell him he's going to do 10 hours of Uber a day to train how to drive. Lie to his ass and say that you, in the Uber app you can track and make sure he ain't breaking the speed limits so he drives safe. Put his ass on Uber. Pay for his gas and, keep, and give him half the money and keep half for yourself. Bang. Done. Set him up. Get him ready. This, this is shit. I didn't plan. I'm just telling you things off the top of my head because this is how I think as a hustler. I don't, I don't need to sit and think. I just know there's money and I find a way to get the money. That's how I am. So right now, you've got cousins out there who aren't driving Uber. If you can convince them to drive Uber, well then why don't they do it without you? Easy, you can talk some shit. Make some shit up. Hey, have you got an Uber account? No, I'll set it all up for you because it's complicated and there's some tax, I'll handle the tax. Don't pay no tax, just lie. Blah, 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 get them an Uber, get them in cars, bang,
5: bang, bang.
6: (laughs) So he just assumes everyone around him is stupid. And stupid
5: and trusting, he assumes that, like, hey, your cousins probably trust you. Lie in order to rob them. So, so, (laughs) like, make them work for you for basically nothing and steal the money they make. He
6: suggested making money off of uh, women he's sex trafficking. Old mother was thrown around (laughs) and literal children.
5: Yeah, Yeah. those are his business. Oh, don't forget the makeup company that does not sell makeup. Oh, right, 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 right. He is. He is. Who could forget? Um, the finest capitalistic mind of a generation. Maybe she's Um, born
6: with it. Maybe it doesn't exist.
5: Maybe it's (laughs) not actually makeup. (laughs) (laughs) uh it's so funny that like people talk about how smart this guy is and like how he's changed he's changed he changed my we'll get into like why people talk about him changing their lives and all this shit oh i can't wait for that at the end of the day what he's offering here is like hey rob your friends and family it's the same mlm thing but he he has and this is this is i think uh, credit seems like a weird way to say it, but it, it is needful to acknowledge this is an innovation, the way in which he is, he is telling people to rob their friends and family in order to try to get rich. And it won't work for them, most of them. It This, obviously, I think this is what Tate does. He has his brother work for him and his cousins work for him. If you are the right kind of psychopath, you can make money this way. It's just that, even of the people who are interested in Hustlers University, yeah. most of them are not that kind of psychopath. And so they're not going to be successful or they're just not a smart enough psychopath.
6: Um, um, Robert, did you say how much people were paying for this class?
5: Uh, so these were it, it, it changed over time. Okay. Um, at first, it was like a per class thing. Eventually, it's going to change to a monthly fee. And and obviously, actual sales figures you're never going to get. But Tate makes like in the millions of dollars. Off of this? Um, Yeah, off of of the version one. And he iterates quickly. By 2021, he ditched the like courses and picking up women and running cam businesses to focus on this new venture. Like this thing that he does, because this is like the early version of Hustlers University. This is the thing that works really well. And so he decides being intelligent in a very specific way, he decides he's going to spin this into the main business that he's going to do. And he, he opts to in 2021 Relaunch Hustlers University as Hustlers University 2.0. And we're going to get into that. <sighs> and it's like, what a wonderful and, a
6: wonderful and it's, innovative it's, title. It's,
5: it's
2: mm-hmm. so infuriating because it's like, kind of brilliant like the timing of it because like 2020 yeah. 2021 a lot of people are out of work or have mm-hmm. more free time at they're ready to hustle home, ready mm-hmm. to hustle make make some extra cash on the side and he's just like preying on that oh it's God, also damn. like it's timing so wise, good.
6: it's timing wise specifically i want to just emphasize on that a lot of kids are home alone a lot of kids yeah, right. are are doing remote learning school and yep. are, have access to whether that be a computer or an ipad or some kind of digital device and our home alone without supervision, and you know the the algorithms have brought them to Andrew Tate, and um,
5: and he got him, and it's, he's 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 got a, him, and he's he's offering them. The other thing that's happening here too, you know, they're at, we we're talking around this. They're at home. They're lonely because uh, of the pandemic. They're they're lonely. Also, the cost of living is skyrocketing, right. and people, especially in the UK, this is less the case in the US, but in the UK, where he has a lot of his fans, there's like a financial crisis hitting. Right, like things have not been great for the last year to change over over in the United Kingdom, um, which is why it's so easy to uh, to to buy things with British pounds right now. Sorry, y'all, it it just is at the moment, um, and and so Tate is recognizing that like there's a lot of young kids who are starting to come into the economy and realizing how hard it is to just tread water and so they're desperate for anything that will give them a hope of getting out of the fucking con game that is life under capitalism and that's that's what fucking Tate is um is taking advantage of is these kids who are looking for a hack to get out of of the trap um and yeah, we're gonna talk about what he does next and how well it fucking works. And uh, spoilers: we'll have an appearance from Alex Jones in part oh, four, great. the final part of this glorious series. But first, Ian, Sophie, y'all, y'all got stuffs to plugses.
6: Ian, what do you have to plug? Anything?
5: Yeah, Ian.
2: Um, hmm, I would say uh just you know check out internet hate machine it's
5: uh, one of the other cool more zone like internet hate machine sorry oh. that's not right at all <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that's not, not, not what the show is about but, is not. <laughs> it's not uh, it's another cool zone media show that i work on um it's a great show with bridget todd really um relevant and interesting topic uh, about the hellscape that is uh, social media right now um and I would also just say, plug, uh, just being kind to others, you know, being a nice, respectful person in this world. It's life is already hard enough. It's free to not be an asshole. So I'd say that.
5: <laughs> wow. You say it's free to not be an asshole, but if you consider the fact that by not putting your mom and your child cousins to work, you're leaving money on the table. It actually can be extremely expensive not to be an <laughs> asshole. You can well, hear more shit. on my nine hour series, Robert, shut the committing fuck up. crimes, uh, using your family members as Patsy's university. Um do I, I teach you d- do I get to plug? It, <laughs> sure. Is it sure, my turn? Sophie. Okay. I wanna yes. I
6: wanna plug uh two two books that are available for pre-order right now. Uh the first of which is Jamie Loftus's book about hot dogs called Raw Dog. Uh and it it's available for pre-order. Go to her go to her social meds for all that info. And also our very own Margaret Killjoy of Cool People Who Did Cool Stuff, which Ian also edits has a book available for pre-sale also called Escape from Insell Island. And I would like to plug those two books, check out both of their social meds to get info on that.
5: Bold and heroic of you, Sophie. And I want to plug my new business course, Crime Guy University, where I teach you how to take... You, you got a mom who's out of work. You got some young cousins. Look, you can monetize that shit through the simple, legal, easy method of getting them to sell heroin for you.
6: You know, now, what's, you know what's really a lot cool about people, this business, though, Robert? That what? I get 80%. Uh, Sophie does get 80%, <laughs> which is why you should listen
5: to Sophie's 16-hour course. <laughs> That's Card literally starting a cartel. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) this is sponsored by our friends at the Sinaloa Cartel. uh, Sinaloa Sophie. That's what we call her. Sinaloa Sophie. That's 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 her nickname. Ah. Anyway, we'll be uh,
6: back. Bye. We'll
5: be back. Unfortunately. Bye. All right.
6: Behind the Bastards is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more from Cool Zone Media. Visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
4: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do.